Everyone, I hope you're having a good morning, evening, afternoon, depending on where you are joining from. Welcome, Peter, who is in our chat. Peter, thank you so much for joining. We love talking all things Australian Survivor, and I can't wait to talk about these next few episodes. But as you can see, we are joined by Ollie and Jack, two Survivor Now podcast analysts. We haven't had either of you on the show before. So, Jack, I want to start with you. How have you been enjoying Australian Survivor Titans vs. Rebels so far? It's been a great, great, great season. You know, on uh, Will and I show Survivor Stockwatch, we always talk about Will's, one of his favorite seasons is Survivor Gabon, uh, just because of the absolute train wreck that it provides. And this <laughs> season, Titans versus Rebels, gets on to that level a little bit. You know, a lot of these people are train wrecks, and a lot of the moves that happen in the show are just chaotic. And it's honestly really, really great to watch when you see everybody being not as great as survivor you know when one person's always being on the mastermind always being on top you can get a little boring and so we have a couple players popping in and out it's really fluid it's really kind of entertainingly bad gameplay at times and yeah and it's good it's it's really good ollie how is this comparing to survivor uk which just came out last year true true i mean it's two completely different things. I mean, we had Survivor UK that was a very much slow burner. We got there in the end, whereas um, kind of to what Jack said, it's been very much a um, <laughs> a, a, a very, um, I'm trying to say this nicely. It's just, it's been a lot. It's been in your face. Um, I'm very excited to talk about these next two episodes, obviously. I will say though, I don't know if it's just me. Three, sorry, yeah. Three? Um, I don't know if it's just me, but the only thing I've had about the season so far is the fact I feel like we're getting a lot of conversations. I feel like it's like three quarters conversations and then like a challenge. I don't know if it's yeah. to anyone else. As opposed to... Well, I just feel like we... It, normally, we'll see like some... Like, the challenge will be a big part, but I feel like the pre-tribal, I feel like there's a lot of pre-tribal where we find out about 16 different things. And I'm having to figure out these 16 different things, and then I get to tribal, and I'm like, what's going on again? I will say, Australian Survivor, to me, like, I think it does the best out of all of the franchises at... Like, to your point, it outlines very specific plans that each of the castaways have. And it's so yeah. much fun to see which one is actually going to land during the tribal council. I love right. seeing plans change up. And to Gabe's point here, there were so many twists this week. And I think we should just kind of get right into it. That in these twists, they affected tribal councils because they were essentially just tribal council twists. I mean, this one... 
Oh, and we have visuals now. Let us know how you are liking these visuals. Uh, this one with the sudden tribal council twist where the, I forget, these, these are the uh, Titans, right? Yeah, the Titans. They yes. have to compete in a challenge at tribal council to determine which three players can earn the right to vote. Okay. I know that they had a lot of success with Heroes vs. Villains, the um, last minute, thanks Gabe, the last minute of visual, uh, the last minute challenges at Tribal Council. I think they were trying to recreate that again. And even in their advertising for this episode, they were like, this is going to be the best Tribal Council you've ever seen. I, I didn't mind this, but I also like... I don't know how I felt about it, to be completely honest. I, I didn't like the fact that sudden, just suddenly, all of a sudden, everyone lost their vote. Reasonable to say. No. You know what I was going to say? I understand, yes, because we all kind of roasted Survivor US for doing it. Mm. But I didn't mind this. It probably made me sound so contradictory. But I think what I liked about it was it's early on in the season. Like, it isn't, like, so far into the game where there isn't that many, like... Do you get what I mean? I feel like that's why I didn't like it in Survivor US. Because it was so close to the end. I was like, no, like, don't don't risk it. Now when it's kind of the tribal area and you're still kind of figuring out what's best for each other, I didn't mind that. Also because... The fact that my my queen Eileen was in danger, I was like, this is a time to save her. So that's also biasy why I didn't mind. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think when it comes to uh, Australian Survivor twists, they uh, often I find myself looking at two perspectives. The first perspective is I have watched Australian Survivor quite a bit. I'm familiar with it, or at least I'm familiar with the structure. And I know there are going to be twists. Australian Survivor doesn't really rely on those season-long twists like uh, Ghost Island, Redemption Islands, lots of islands. Um, They rely on tribal twists or challenge twists to carry them and play up the episode in a different way. And so, yes, Matthew, I agree that they're definitely trying to capitalize on the greatest tribal council ever or one of the best TV episodes of 2023, surely. Um, They're definitely trying to capitalize on that, but I'm glad they do it in a different way. I would have liked to see maybe a couple more people vote to make it a little more fair. Make it five. Yeah, I agree, Ollie. Make it five people. Yeah, even four. Um, But yeah. Even four. Make it a little more fair, but... The result was great, right? I leaded Ferris uh, coming together pull in the votes, make it a great, smart, intellectual move with it. But at the same time, if it went a different way, where it would be Kirby, Winna, and Charles, we would be definitely talking about it in a different light because a unfavorable result would have happened with this tribal. And so I think it's really important to keep that in mind. And then, backtracking all the way to my first point the other half is i don't watch australian survivor a lot or i'm very used to u.s survivor this is weird why is this happening this really changes the game 
And I can understand both perspectives. I'm usually in the spot of, I've watched Australia and Survivor. I know it happens, but I know other people are, and I understand where they're coming from. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't, I'm okay with shows trying to experiment and try new things. And you're right, Jack, Australian Survivor does these tribal council twists quite a lot but i it's something about this just felt so random to me and it was also mm. the fact that i think i like your point i think more people deserve to have the right to vote and i think it would have been a lot more exciting i mean granted the the vote split at the end to get uh to make sure that winna's idol play which we have to talk about winna too <laughs> like that was fun and i you know i yeah. get it and it was it was kind of fun to watch but it just, it didn't have that same spark, that same magic that we saw from the Tribal Council and Heroes versus Villains, where they had a very similar type of thing happen, except that was a last minute individual immunity challenge. Right. Gabe says, the twist is bad. The result was lucky. Underdogs and Ferris and Eileen won. I mean, yeah, I mean, that was pretty cool to see. And it was fun because I'm rooting for them as well. Um, I'm yeah, rooting for Eileen. I agree with uh, Amy here too. It needed to be mm -hmm. an odd number of people voting. Um, yeah, right? Like three was just you for me. And I think it made the question about who was going to go home like very obvious. Yeah. And I, <laughs> broaching onto the winner subject now, yeah. talking about that uh, horrid, well, I, you know, to be fair, I will not call it a horrid idol play because no. you did get a vote. He saved so himself. He Mm. Yeah, he, yeah, he could have gone home, surely. Yeah. Um, my thing is, I think this is a perfect example of at points in this season, a player is going to bubble up and they're going to make a bad decision. This was Winna's bad decision. He, instead of scaling it back, letting Charles, uh, Eileen and Ferris be like, all right, we're still sticking on Charles, Charles is going home, and then trust Kirby's intuition – play it on Charles he didn't do that and he instead had his own idea mm. and I think the people who can really take advantage of that idea of someone making a bad decision like I Ferris did with the split vote can capitalize and win but I want to know what y'all think as well well I just feel bad because he was not his namesake at this moment in time like he, he was not <laughs> which was really sad Matthew loves it this one um I understood the logic because like in theory he could have counteracted what they did but I think he's just not like winner was not selling it because I was like because it was kind of like even Jonathan was like I was, he was like, are you, are you putting yourself in the line of fire? And if I was sat there, I'd look at it and I'd go, why is this man putting himself in the line of fire? Like, if you had this stuff to say, you would have said it when Charles and Valeria did. Right. So now all of a sudden you're bringing this up. He was practically waving his idol the entire time. Like, that, yeah, that's what exactly. I, I got from it. It was yeah. so funny to watch. I... I complete the moment he started telling people i have an idol and the, uh, uh, again the action of bending over to whisper to someone just kind of screams there's something going on and then yeah. of course to be like you know everything got messy because of me everyone i just want to remind you all that this was all my fault i was like when uh i almost wish he went the opposite approach and was like like threw charles under the bus 
and like threw Val under the bus. Yeah. Because I feel like if he, it's risky and it, 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 there's a really good chance that something like this wouldn't have worked. But if it made him seem like he was a flip flopper or was untrustworthy, then I could kind of see like, that's the Mm. psychological manipulation I kind of wanted from this moment that we didn't get. Um, Val did a better idea of stirring up trouble than Winna did. I know, I know I kept um, this, even uh, Charles and Val, I love seeing this from them at the tribal council. But I feel so bad that this twist kind of got in the way. In yeah. a way, I feel bad. In a way, it was good TV. Um, <laughs> it was fun to watch. Well, I think the funny thing was as well, like, I going to back to Val, I think she was smart to start it. Because she was like, I'm just going to say my piece and then shut up. And then yeah. Charles came in and kind of, uh, honestly, we I think we all know, when he went for Eileen and Ferris is when he dug his grave. Yep. Because it was like, because Val was actually contradicting, like calling out like Eileen's point. So she had every right. Like she was there, like she was doing it logically. And then Charles just came in and was like, yeah, well, I don't like, and I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I mean, uh, Eileen, Ferris, and Raymond, uh, their plan was Winna. Like they were going to vote for Winna. And, you know, if it were continuing uh, with this twist, the exact way it went, and Charles didn't speak out it would have been winna <laughs> and winna could have played the idol for himself and sent raymond home but that didn't happen and we see the guy below me yeah below. charles got voted out i thought it was you know what it made for a great moment it was so cool yeah. to see eileen and Ferris say all right we're just gonna split the votes we're not sure mm. who's gonna get an idol played it doesn't I mean, matter. Yeah, we're gonna revote anyway. Like it was, it was the reactions were fantastic. But I like also like I didn't understand Valeria and Charles's strategy here. I would say because although it was very entertaining and I did enjoy watching it, I kind of was like, okay, well they were saying something along the lines of like, well, Ferris, your ally was telling you to play your idol for Garrick last time and you didn't, and we don't like that. I was like, yeah. yeah, but he only didn't play his idol because he trusted you two. Yeah. Like, you know, like he trusted the three um, original Titans to vote with them. So like you were kind of the ones who betrayed his trust. It, it, it didn't really make sense in my mind, but yeah. it was fun. Like I said, it was really fun. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I um, just a, a quick uh, thing on that. I think that's been Kirby's mentality with it. Uh, you know, kind of continue to spread the seed that Ferris, mainly Ferris, but, you know, anyone associated with Ferris, is untrustworthy. The actions they do are untrusty, untrustworthy. When we all know that Kirby was the one who made the first untrustworthy move, putting that vote, I forget on who, but throwing that vote away and putting it on somebody else. Like, Kirby made that move first. Yeah, wasn't it when she did vote with the Cuddle Crew? She wrote with yeah, yes. yeah, she, she wanted to hide behind yeah. the Cuddle Crew's vote. Yeah. Um, very risky, but very interesting. And I, you know, I think we should also, leading up to this tribal council, it was kind of cool to see. I love the hair up, hair down interaction with Eileen, Valeria, and Charles. I mean, that was my biggest question. I was like, were they really going to move forward with Eileen? It, I was surprised at tribal council when, you know, I think Eileen knew going into it, but she was like the first one to say, 
we have to stay OG rebel strong yeah. and, and vote against the Titans. And I think they weren't really expecting that, but I was like, come on everyone. But I thought this was really fun. Um, yeah. Kind of just seeing them uh, see if they could trust Eileen. But that's not it. Like, so I'm not going to lie though. I do think the last couple of episodes we have seen a growth in Eileen. I feel like we have really seen her do well, like from, I want to say that first tribal onwards. Um, maybe not the pre-tribal. I feel like there was a lot of, she was trying to play double agent. But mm-hmm. I think it is smart to be like, hey, if I have my hair like this, it means this. Like, it is It is her kind of being like, this is my subtle way of showing you guys trust. Unfortunately, it did backfire. But I mean, the result in the end, I didn't care. I mean, it didn't I, I seem liked, like it, so. it didn't seem like it mean, meant anything, though, because... When the moment they stepped into tribal council, it was the lines were drawn again. Yeah. But you're right. I yeah. do think Eileen sort of got caught up in the double agent role. And I think the unfortunate thing was she needed to have more control in this position than she really did have. And that's why it kind of got to the place it was where now it's like very clear she's aligned with Ferris. Very true. Very, very true. And we also had this next tribal council twist. This one I disliked even more because, okay, so the rebels go to tribal council and they are told, they're told later in the tribal council that they're going to vote and anyone whose name appears in the urn has to draw a rock. Okay, let's just break down the equation for a rock draw. To me, a rock draw is vote plus tie equals rock draw and to eliminate the tie out of it and just go a vote equals a rock draw it didn't it didn't make sense it doesn't compute in my head am i alone here no 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 absolutely not i i think they've done it before australian survivors have done it before where it is just a vote and whoever gets the most votes gets sent to the other tribe yeah i mean we kind of saw it with kelly and the sabotage thing it but, happened earlier in the season. Yeah. And it is a staple, you know. It's usually a non-elimination twist in Australians or ever. That's what happens. That's how, you know, that's how things happen. Add a rock draw on top of it, it just doesn't make sense. And it adds a little bit more suspense than I feel like is really maybe needed, I guess. Yeah, I think because of how the episode had gone, and I think it was re- like one of the narratives that I think you were kind of – what you spoke about, Matt, where there's like multiple narratives. Mm-hmm. I think what that, like adding that element is, well, first of all, I think they just wanted to try and see what they could add to that because they've done it so much. They were like, let's see if we add this little bit of flair. Yeah. The flair did not like light up, but it's fine. It was just <laughs> a little, small, small little fizzle, but it's fine. Um, I think it helped with the narrative of, Jaden being confused because we saw a lot of Jaden kind of sat there going what do I do who am I voting for and like when there was the talks going on I think it kind of when you look at the edit and you kind of remember back to conversations it was almost alluding to is Jaden gonna vote Mark because that's what he thinks he's meant to do Mm -hmm. Mark's name suddenly gets on the thing and then he draws the rock and go like that's what that was kind of almost what they were Alluding that's to that the business. traditional setup, right? That's yeah. the traditional setup for how they do it. Yeah. You know, it's funny is I don't even think that 
uh, read. Like to me as a viewer, I, I didn't get that storyline just from watching it. I mean, it makes sense now that I'm hearing it back. But I, th I think the only way that I would fix something like this is if you were, if this was the one moment you were allowed to vote for yourself. Because mm. I could see a situation where this is almost like, I wish that they treated this like a a lottery, like a, a lottery for immunity or some, something, like immunity by chance. Mm -hmm. If Mark felt that he was on the bottom of his middle-aged mafia alliance, I don't think he would do this, but just hypothetically, if he sensed that he was on the bottom, if he, if he had sensed that he was going home, I could see him writing his name to say, I'm going to go for the chance to mutiny. It might be yeah. risky. It might not work out. But like, I thought that was the one thing that could save a twist like this or make it make a little bit more sense. Um, but I did like seeing the agency from Rihanna here. It was cool to kind of see once the twist was um, announced, it was cool to see Rihanna to kind of say like, I could go, you know, it's it's fine. I feel like I'd be fine. Um, just want to share this. Ollie looking fire as always. When are you getting on Survivor UK? We shall see. Yeah, at some point. <laughs> <laughs> cool, All right. But back to Australian Survivor. I really did not like this twist. I'm glad they tried something. I just hope that this leads to better twists in the future. Yeah. I really like your idea, though, Matthew. I mean, I think, um, and not only for this, but for uh, non-elimination non or tribe mm. sending twists in the future. Having the ability to vote yourself as a dimension to the game not it does it makes the game 4d from a 3d perspective instead of just mm. adding a little notch to it so yeah i agree and i think that would be very interesting to see because it, it definitely um it counteracts when you see people like caroline who was sat there going this person can't go this person can't right. go all it takes is for someone to hear that and you go this person doesn't want me to go so i'm gonna go i'm gonna, I'm try gonna go I think I have that visual in here later, but it was here we have, you know, Alex, he gets the Titan rock and he is sent along on his way. It was, it was really funny to see what led up to this. I just have to say like, this was, I was getting so confused and I didn't understand why they were getting so confused. Yeah. Uh, you know, in a, a previous episode, we uh, had a quick scene at the rebels camp where it was Caroline and Mark and Mark was like, I want to get back with the middle-aged mafia. We're like, okay, the Caroline thing. Caroline's like, I have plans for Mark. And I'm like, Ooh, what does that mean? <laughs> that is when you say you have plans for somebody in your confessional, often that means something a little more devious than just voting him out. And then this episode, we see Caroline basically going, all right, it's time to get rid of Mark. It's just blindside Mark. I'm like, oh, well, that's, you know. But then if you're going to go for it, you got to commit. I can understand why Carol, uh, Caroline backed out because, you know, she, you know, they couldn't commit all the way. They did. It was a little too risky. And then once it got to the point where it was a non-vote, um, Carolyn was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, just a mess. You know, when the coordination and the splitting votes and you don't even know what's going on anymore and you've been starving for 20-ish days, I get it. It's tough. 
where is that? The, is this the the part where she's like, I think we're confusing ourselves. I I thought this was really funny. And to be fair, I think of all the times for them to get confused and, and back out of a blindside attempt, it would be this one. Because let's mm. face it, she lucked out with the fact that this really ended up being a non-elimination. And if they had gone to tribal council with the intent to actually put Mark's name into... Uh, I was going to say the cup uh, in uh, Mark's name in circulation, the urn, um, that would have been really bad. They would have had to do a lot more scrambling in the moment. So she kind of lucked yeah. out, but I just yeah. kept thinking like good on Mark though, I will say for staying involved in all of the conversations. However, I will say, I don't know how he didn't pick up on it. No, I was shocked. I was like, Mark, I was like, I've seen you have a brain in earlier episodes. I was like, really? But also, I do think Carolyn, Caroline, Carolyn, Carolyn, Caroline. her smart, yeah, Carolyn. I think her smartest move the entire ep- that entire episode was literally saying, "We can't have Mark go." I was like, yeah. because throughout that entire like pre-tribal, I was sat there and I was like, "You're confusing everyone." I was like, "You're confusing yourself." I was like, "What?" <laughs> so when she sat there and went, "No, no, Mark can't go," I was like. Okay, now she's now she's making sense. Because beforehand, right. I was like, no clue. Yeah, and in a non-self-vote environment, if you have that power, if you have that ability to tell people like, hey, Mark can't go, we, we can't do this. Good on her for having the uh, know-it-all to be like, yeah, this is the right, yeah, there you go. We can't let Mark go. And telling it right to Eden, who will just listen blatantly. You know, like it's very, very, very smart from uh, from. Caroline and the back of that Mark point. Yeah. Uh, Mark is very smart as a diplomat, mm. knowing to exert himself in the conversation, making sure mm. he isn't getting lost. Um, but also doesn't have the know with all to realize that he's probably a target. I feel like Jack was really heating up there, but to Jack's point, I will say, I think the thing with Mark, we lost you for a second, Jack, so we'll come back to you in just a moment. I think the thing with Mark here that was interesting was the fact that he he did was sort of in a position where he kind of has to earn trust back. And I think that is what his strategy was in this moment, though it's unfortunate that this was kind of the time that they were planning on taking a shot at him. Mm. No, I was just looking at something you just said then. You were like, he's trying to earn their trust. I think he just needs to realize that those three are not going to trust him. So he just needs to go. Because Caroline, Carolyn has, Caroline, I can't remember the name. Caroline. Um, Caroline, thank you. Sorry, I know two versions. Um, I think, I, I think it's because earlier on in the season when she did, kind of betray him and then he tried to betray her and she was sat there going you betrayed me I was like you did it first um (laughs) but it is that thing of I think he I think he has to be smart enough to go I went for her she knows that so she has no reasons not to go for me again yes it was tit for tat but there's good like we know it's survivor there's never going to be a we're even we're not even we haven't it's not tit for tat 
Yep. If we've if we've gone for each other once, we can go for each other again. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but that's mm-hmm. kind of what I imagine his mindset yeah. is at at this moment. And we do have to talk. Gabe, you are right. Poor Jaden. This was, I, I think I have it here too. This was really funny. Um, Jaden cracked me up this episode a lot. And the next episode. He cracks me up every episode. I love him. Fair. He's so <laughs> great. Um, but yeah, well, just see, seeing him try to figure out like, what is the real vote? And I understood where he was coming from. I mean, everyone was confused at this point, but it, it led to just this like back and forth of like, is it Mark or is it Alex? Yeah. Like, we've seen the true, um, journey of Jaden this week. We saw last, uh, the first episode of the week, he was Michael Jordan. He didn't miss a shot. Um, this episode, he was confused asking everybody who to vote. And then the brief, the most uh, recent episode, he's just eating barbecue yeah. and going like, "Oh yeah, there's one night," <laughs> like just chilling out again. And it's oh, you know, that's that's Jaden. Yeah, not a strategic bone in his body, but he is happy to be there. Oh. He's happy to be there and compete. And normally, I'm like, "No, be strategic." Be strategic. But do you know what? I don't know what it is about Jaden. I love it. I'm here. I'm, 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 to- I'm totally it. fine. I'm totally I'm fine, fine with, with it. it. I think everybody's waiting <laughs> till the jury starts so they can throw him on the jury and have him as the mayor of Ponderosa for maximum entertainment. Mm. Let's see here. Yes, we the- are. Yeah. Oh, what Gabe said, Keith. Yeah. Oh, yep. We love Keith. Right. We do. We, Keith. Um, we. Why don't we take a quick break because I sense that a storm is coming and that storm's name is Kelly. My name is Jonah Fielko and I'm the CEO of Bracketology.tv, fantasy sports for reality television. We offer fantasy games for shows like The Bachelor, Survivor, Big Brother, RuPaul's Drag Race, and Counting. You start by creating a community. Within your community, you can create a fantasy league for each show that you want to play fantasy games for. Within the league, you can choose up to three of our four game types, and our most popular is the Advanced League. Choose a team of contestants, and depending on what they do and say during the episode, that's how your team will gain or lose points each week. We also have elimination-style games, like our Confidence Pool. This is where you choose how confident you are that each contestant will survive elimination that week. And we've also got March Madness-style brackets. Come back a couple hours after the episode to check your scores and watch you climb the leaderboard. Bracketology is free to play, so grab your friends, your family, your coworkers, and head to bracketology.tv for more info. And we're doing the Bracketology Fantasy League again for Survivor 46. So make sure if you're a Survivor fan, if you're going to be watching that season, I know I'm going to join this time. I missed out on doing it for Survivor 45. Plus, on top of that, if you are watching Survivor 46, Survivor Now podcast is going to be doing our Survivor Now draft a little bit later today. So make sure you stick around and subscribe so that you get notified when we go live for that. I'm going to look up the time right now because I'm blanking on it, but I am, I think it's 8 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Eastern. I knew my time, UK time. Yeah, I <laughs> quickly do the thing. But yes, we're really excited. And I got my draft picks all picked out. But yeah, if you're watching Survivor 46, make sure you stop by. But let's get back to Australian Survivor Titans versus Rebels. And let's talk about this amazing conversation between Whoa. this alliance going down on the Titans tribe. So they're basically like, okay, Ferris has an idol. I think this is bef- this is when um, 
No, 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 no. This is before Alex found the idol. Yeah. Yep. So they're, they're basically saying our safest option here, because Alex is now a number for Ferris, our safest option is to get rid of Raymond. And Kelly uh, does not want to do that. I love this reaction from Kirby. That was my reaction. Yeah. Let, let's start with uh, this episode as a whole. Funniest episode of the season. Top tier. Every moment was hilarious. Uh, and Gabe has it right, uh, hitting it right on the head there. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know when a full conversation, with a little edits, but full conversations are shown on our screens, you know it's going to be entertaining. And I think Kelly is ab crazy. I think Kelly's ab crazy. When she is not on a tribe with Alex or uh, Tobias or Nathan, she's calm, she's reasonable, she's laying low. Alex got on the tribe, and this episode, it came out of nowhere, right? Last episode before this, normal. Uh, first episode of the week, very strategic. Yeah, you need to vote with us, Raymond. This is what you have to do. You want to stay, you got to vote with us. Like, reasonable from our position. This episode completely came out of nowhere. If you didn't see any promos, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So, sorry, I'm still I'm still contemplating. Jack just said Kelly and strategic in the same sentence. I'm still trying to process Yeah, that. I know, yeah. Sorry, um, I don't know. <laughs> Valeria, Valeria said that during the episode. We can't copy Valeria's statement. That was a really funny line. Valeria was a huge that standout was. this episode for me. But I think... I was I was agreeing with her every episode, every step of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Hold on, Gabe. I want to read your point here. Uh, Kirby knew what she was getting into allying with Kelly. Should have placated her. Um, ask Kelly who she wants. Yeah, I do agree that I actually see this as a missed opportunity from both parties mm. here. I think Kirby should have asked the question, okay, you don't want Raymond. Who do you want? Yeah. Because that was like a big question mark in my head. I was like, Ooh. okay, well, who's the other option here? Because right. I feel like if they disguised, if Kirby disguised her wants as um, a conversation where they were both sort of narrowing down the options and making Kelly feel more included in the decision, I could see that being much more beneficial to both of them. Mm -hmm. Kelly, on the other hand, I do think her allegiance to Raymond was... It, it seemed misguided. And I think the episode proved that point too, because although they yeah. really liked each other, like um, I don't think she owed him her game in that way. Yep. And I will say, I think that we've seen many players who are fantastic at the game of survivors say, Oh, my, my Alliance wants my ally out who's over here, but they just go about it in a different way to try to get the numbers mm. off of that person. And then if they realize that they really can't, then they have to figure something else out there. But I don't think Kelly was completely in the wrong here. I just think no. that she was, she, I, I don't think she approached it in a way that was beneficial, obviously, because she ended up going home. But even her interactions later in the episode with the other tribe, I think was just not great. But I do love this conversation with Kirby here. Cause I kind of see her point, right? She's like, Kirby, you're getting awfully close to those mm -hmm. three. Um, and what, what happened to our Alliance? 
But I, I think I agree with Kirby where she's like, well, this is your alliance too, you know? Yeah. I, I, Kelly was just dramatic. I don't know if it's just me not being a Kelly stan, but I think... I think the way she went about the first thing about wanting to keep Raymond, she did, she she was over the top about it. And I just think the fact that you kind of just basically said to all of them, nope, we're not doing that. How dare you? And I was like, calm down. I was like, you could have just said, no, I'd rather not. Like, can we go do this? Obviously that is Kelly's personality. She's not going to change it. She is who she is. We, we love. Um, but I think had she kind because Kelly kind of says it best. She goes rogue. She does what she wants. I think the issue is it can't always be what you want, if that makes sense. And yeah. I think that's that's the thing with Kelly. Like, had Kelly gone, I don't think this is the smartest thing. And then easily, I was waiting for her to say Alex's name. All she had to do was say, I'd rather get out Alex. We know that we don't get along. I was waiting for it too. Yeah. She never did. And I was like, Alex. And that's the thing. Uh, in terms of like Kirby's perspective and in terms of uh, like Valeria, Winna, uh, Scott as well, mm. it starts to get to the point with Kelly, you have her as an ally. You're like, okay, are we, is she just an ally for now or is she like a goat type of ally that we bring to the end? Because Philip, all the way back in Redemption Island, or uh, let me put it in a recent perspective, Jerry from last season. Uh, heroes versus villains. Mm. Uh, at that point, they're like a goat. You know, they're like, all right, we're bringing this person to the end, uh, no matter what, because they're not going to be an issue or a challenge to win. Do I think Kelly was a challenge to win? No, I don't think she was ever getting a single jury vote. However, it I think it got to the point where they just could not deal with Kelly anymore, strategically, to the point where she would become a more of a liability than an asset to keep well, I think it's because Kelly proved time and time again, she would do what's beneficial for her. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that in Survivor. I mean, like her doing the, like voting Tobias instead of Alex. Strategically, I will give her that credit. But the one time, the one time I will give her the credit. But she just did it on her, for her own benefit and she didn't talk to anyone about it and then it was like the other things I was like Kelly you, you just this scene this scene I was like Kelly what why, why is she talking Kitty I didn't understand the purpose for an episode Kelly Kelly got a narrative in her head that because I think she said it if no one's watched it yet go watch her um exit interview it's yeah good. we did um, an exit interview with kelly yesterday so make sure yeah. you click on our channel go i i it was it was great i say i go listen to it i, I actually learned a lot about kelly i really liked yeah. uh hearing what she had to say about her experience there yeah. and i will say i think a lot of the stuff she said made sense but ollie i mean keep talking about this scene because this was well, the, it, sense that, enough like i could see where she's yeah. coming from i could see her perspective i understood it but it was it was all from her perspective. She thought that she, like, because she basically said in her exit interview, a tiny spoiler, that she <laughs> was done with the alliance, basically. After her big blow up with at the previous scene, she was like, nope, I kind of basically said I'm done. And then her doing this was her signing her own death warrant, because it's like, but also it's, Kirby has 
entrusted you. Kirby has never done you wrong in 22 days, I think this was. And you're just wringing her out to dry. You're wringing Scott out to dry. You're wringing, like, the entire tribe out to dry. You've just shown you can't be trusted. Like, yeah. if I if I was... Also, when Kirby was stood behind, over her, I was like, have you not clocked? Have you not clocked? I like, think they did. Oh. I, th- I, I don't think they... I, I feel like Kelly knew Kirby was right there. I mean, like, I feel like they even looked at her, too. I don't think she cared. I, that, that makes it worse. Because I just think, like, I mean, I mean, well done for having the big kahunas to do that. But also, I just think, well, what are you going to do? You have Raymond. You realise the other side, like, because I, I was, I was having a very heated debate with my other half on this when we were watching this entire episode. Who, in this moment, who does she have? She has Raymond. Not really, but she can't go to the other side because guess who's on the other side? Alex. Alex is not going to save you. And you haven't been loyal to Ferris. Ferris has already seen the, like, rogue stuff you do. He's not going to want to keep you. You have Eileen, who's already voted for you twice, and you kind of basically said to her, I was really nice you, you voted for me twice, it's done. Like, she didn't have allies on the other side, so I was just like, no. just imploded. You're Sorry, right. That was one thing she did say during the interview was like she felt close. She she said she had people on the rebels. My follow up question would be like who who was that? Because um, but Peter <laughs> Tobias Sarah. <laughs> I think thing, but with this like I feel like we missed out on seeing some sort of scenes between Kitty and Kelly when Kelly went over mm. to the Titans on the saboteur because I feel like they built some sort of a relationship for her. I mean, granted, we'll see. It seemed like Kelly felt that she was close to people very quickly. Um, but because we didn't see any conversations with them in the episodes where Kelly was switched over to the Titans for a short period of time, this felt completely out of place. But it was very fun to watch as a viewer and just kind of being like, oh, what is happening? And I think it answers the question at the end of, has Kelly become too much of a liability for Kirby? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yes. I think we, they they went to that feast and I thought that this was a very interesting twist here where they all show up for what they assume would be a reward mm. challenge, but then they are offered the choice. Do they go have a wonderful little feast together where they can all talk and get to know each other or do they choose one of these idle clues and they all have to draw rocks to see what they want, what they choose. I was... Were you surprised with anyone who ended up choosing the idol clue? I wasn't. No. 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 Uh, maybe Eden, but I feel like it's just... I mean, Eden's been a very confusing player for me this season. But I, I guess it's that thing of, like, Eden just wanted to be a part of the action, which is fair enough. I wasn't surprised yeah, by anyone I, else. Yeah. But I did like this twist. I thought this was I thought this was quite interesting. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah, I think... I liked her. Yeah, I think it was great as well. I think uh, the way, if the clue were to a place, but it were way far away from camp, and there maybe were some confusing knowledge about where Mm. exactly it was, it would be more like a normal idol hunt. This was a public idol hunt. Like, it was in the shelter, or it was in the tree right next to camp. Like, doesn't matter. You're going to find it in front of people. People are going to know. There's nothing you could do. Yeah. And so 
you know, I think that's a real gamble. Do you really want everybody knowing you have an idol? Because, you know, I'm sure people know Rihanna has an idol on the Rebels, but we didn't really see a lot of that. But Alex, everyone knew Alex had an idol. So Alex just at Tribal goes, yeah, me and my idol, you know. (laughs) And it's just, you know, it's out there. Do you Mm. want that on your back? That is a target. Yeah, I think that was the that was the kind of moral dilemma with this situation. It's you have the chance to get an idol, but everyone's like it. There's going to be no secrecy with it, and the scary thing would always be the first time you have it, you need to use it. You use it because it is kind of unless you can really capitalize on it, then. It's 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 a very much in the next two free tribals. Like we are going to see these idols played in the first couple of rounds of merge. Like we know it's going to be interesting. Happen. Yeah. So that's oh. kind of the dilemma. I wouldn't have. I I personally would have gone for the feast because I probably was going to be hungry and be like Jaden snacking on like that whole leg. Like that's probably would have been me. I, it, I will say like. The, the people who did do this, it, it made sense to me, what I saw. I think Gabe has an interesting point here. Why didn't Scott go for the idol for the Kirby Alliance? Um, I feel like if they had a chance to discuss, then mm. maybe. But I think in a situation where you're not exactly sure who is going to go, like, I could see that happening and then Kirby being like, well, why did Scott go? Scott didn't need to to do it. But it would it would have to all be about, like, how he would describe his reasons for going um right he could very easily say like oh no it's just to make sure that no one else got it but they didn't have a chance at least that we as viewers saw to discuss a strategy about what they were going it was very much their personal choice yeah um i like what ferris did though ferris saw the idol and was like i can't have two idols i just can't and made sure that alex was the one to get it i thought this was awesome and this was also very funny edit (laughs) yeah it, it was it was Quite smart to really uh, to go back quickly to your point about Scott. Uh, I think I'm not just trying to justify Scott's actions, but I may propose that Kirby's alliance was really talking about merge this episode quite a bit, and most importantly, they're looking for numbers to go up against Ferris, uh, Eileen, Alex, and Raymond, and they want to look on that other tribe and go, okay, who's on the other mm. tribe that we can recruit and Honestly, with Rihanna, who's already a lock for Kirby, we know that. Talk to Caroline. Talk to Jaden. Talk to Kitty. And get the yeah. middle-aged mafia on your side. And that's the majority at Merge. Yep. And so idols are a great thing. You can only go so far with that. But now back on to Ferris. Um, we remember David from All-Stars. He found two idols uh, and had them Iron Manning. Um, they were secret. He never told anybody about his idols until about when he was going to play it reasonably. You know, uh, Ferris told everybody he had his first idol. And so not only would he have that public idol, but he would have this public idol that he finds in front of everybody. You also remember Simon. Yes, Gabe, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> with the, with the cookie idol. Um, but also, Clement. didn't Simon have two idols in? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He Brain, did a James Clement respond, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, throwback. Um, but yeah, I completely agree with Ferris. It's just Ferris was like, "Oh my god, Alex, are you gonna find this thing, or do I have to hand it to you?" Like it was, 
it was rough. And he literally funny. ended up again, it there. again, very funny. I think yeah. at one point he was probably just going to grab Alex's head and go, check here. <laughs> and then play the, the idol would be right here and Alex would still go, where? Oh, I don't see it. Can't see it. <laughs> I've been like, Thanks. I like when, when Alex said that there must be a typo on the clue. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> How do we get... Even if there was a typo, like, does it really affect it that much? Like, it's the it's it's the shelter. <laughs> they the reiterated shelter seven to eight times in that clue. It's and in it, shelter. I don't you remember the exact wording, but it did also make it very clear that it was in the roof of the shelter too. Yeah, yeah. from the range, sheltered from this, sheltered yes. from that, sheltered from. It's in tree mail. Clearly, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the ocean somewhere. Yeah, yeah. it's a tribe well, council. <sighs> I mean, the other thing that happened at the feast was Valeria was finally filled in on what happened to her closest ally, Viola. And I kept expecting. So, like, Caroline and Kitty made a very big deal about like Mark can't talk to. Valeria. Mm -hmm. She can't find out the truth about what happened. Mm -hmm. But then I kind of felt like they just told her the truth about what happened. I think... Their version of the truth, at least. Yeah, well, no. So here's what I think. I think Caroline was very much skating around it. She just basically was trying to, like, cushion the blow. Like, I don't even think she was trying to cushion the blow. She was just trying to basically, like, smudge the mirror to be like, here is what it is. And then kind of Kitty just came open the door and went, no, this is the truth. And I actually appreciated Kitty for that. Because I yeah. think Kitty went, do you know what? I'm not going to BS you. Here is the truth of it. And to me, if, yeah, Kitty just outright said it. And actually, I think you have to, I think that's a really good thing on Kitty. First yeah. of all, before I go on this, Kitty is doing so well and she is getting the purple edit. I know someone earlier said it was, Char I think it was Randy said Charles. No, Kitty is getting the purple edit and I hate it. It's just so yeah. unfortunate. It, so I unfortunate. know Kitty is yeah. quite smart. Because she, she's proving it. And I think because she, she's figured out Valeria as a person, you you just have to be straight up with her. She, Valeria appreciates bluntness and just straight to the point. Kitty's done that. So she now knows at least if Caroline kind of skirted around stuff, Valeria is going to be more annoyed with Caroline, plus on top of the fact that Caroline was literally just babysitting them for the first three episodes. Yep. You have that in the sense, as as well as her not really giving her everything. Kitty's gone, here is the truth. So Valeria is now going to at least probably target Kitty, um, Caroline more because she hasn't really given her the truth, shown that she's not that trustworthy. And given her so many reasons as to why she hasn't trusted you. Whereas Kitty's at least gone, do you know what? Here is the truth. And I feel like she'd respect it more. That is the interesting thing. Uh, I, I agree with you. I, I think Kitty handled it quite well. Uh, Caroline did not. And so Valeria would target uh, Caroline first. But in the sense, I think it's kind of already matched up to the point where Kirby's alliance will link with the middle-aged mafia. Mm. And Mark will link with Ferris's alliance. 
we've seen Mark and Ferris have conversations, mm. and challenges, and in like tribe get-togethers. That's true. And so we're seeing that happen. What is Valeria gonna do? That because, was literally about three months. Yeah, because Valeria is with Mark very clearly. Like she's she's still with Mark, but she's with Kirby's alliance. Is she gonna join Ferris? <laughs> What's gonna happen? We don't know. She's gonna do the double agent thing that Eileen couldn't do. But maybe yeah, maybe do. she will. Maybe that's her game winning strategy. I mean, like, look at how many. Well, I mean, it really was just Kelly that we saw here, but in previous episodes too, look at how many people have ran to Kitty to give information. We had Rihanna and Sarah. We had uh, Kelly during this. Like, there's she's doing great there, and I do agree. It is a shame that she's getting very much hidden in the edit. What I are you do eating? Think are those like gummy a... worms? <laughs> they are! Yes! <laughs> Sour? Oh wow. my gosh. You know them well. I gotta like, uh, or, get, I gotta go out and get some now too. I keep seeing <laughs> them and I'm like, oh my god, they look so good. Anyway, sorry. sorry I had a late dinner. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so this is all just to say uh, Kitty, you're doing a great job, and, and yeah, I and see you. I I think it's like Josh from Blood versus Water, really strong player, running the game, and just not get it, which sucks because Kitty's awesome, and I feel like she's running this game. Yeah. Just don't get it. I feel like it's one of those things where, with Caroline, she is the much more to the editors to production. She is the much more visible antagonist to mark you know like i feel like that is the more marketable story that mm. they're going for here the <laughs> midwife versus the diplomat um mark and marketable. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'll, I'll own it i love it uh i think that that's sort of what's happening here mm. but i i hope we see more from kitty like i already feel like we're seeing each episode, I see a little bit more, a little bit more. And maybe that's just with, as people get eliminated. But yeah, it is unfortunate that she's been as hidden as she has been. But I think we should move on and talk about some, like I briefly talk about some of the challenges that we have. I really want to give a shout out to Eileen who just did a phenomenal job. That was, she killed that. Absolutely. It was epic. I love the fact it, it made it so rootable, the fact that it was two versus one. It got to that point where it was Rihanna and Kitty on the other end, and then mm. Eileen all the way over here. And it and was Kitty just and so Rihanna, really to watch. Dodges. Oh, yes, they were in it. They were in it. And it, it was it was such a nail-biter to see who was going to take it home. And then I just love seeing everyone celebrate Eileen. Like, that was so yeah. great. I, lo I loved it because it was kind of like Eileen's moment. I'm hoping it's not her moment for the se season. Because I think, like, she, it was even nice as well because she was doing it for her tribe that most likely were going to vote her out. And she's doing it for her own sake. Like, yeah. the, the main thing is, I'm doing this so I do not go. But also, it's like, I'm still wanting, like, I want to win this and prove to my tribe that I can do this. Yeah. And to herself. And I was like, do you know what? It just, again, I, I've, I've kind of stated before, <laughs> I'm an Eileen stan. It just made me stan her more. Absolutely. And I think the editors know that. I think the editors recognize that people really thought Eileen, uh, the very first episode, she was very prominent. Um, she was 
smart and making very strong decisions. People like that. So that we've started to see a little bit more of Eileen this week as it's getting to the middle of the season where the editors are editing it as it goes. And people have seen the reaction to Eileen and go, Eileen's awesome. And I think they're ramping it up well to make Eileen even more of a fan favorite. I love Eileen. Eileen, I'm an Eileen stand as well. Yeah, this this was such a fantastic moment. I just love when things happen like this on Survivor. It makes me really happy. The other thing that I absolutely adored was... <laughs> Jaden made me laugh so many times all the time as we established. But the, the fact that Winna and, and Raymond are also cracking up laughing, just, it made it so good. It was so good. I'm... I mean, you if if you were any if you were Raymond or winner in that situation, you wouldn't couldn't help not but laugh. I probably would have sat there and gone right, right, okay. I'm going on the opposite side of Mark so that Jaden <laughs> cannot grab me. It's like I I clocked the order when they were starting, and I was like, they really not clocked that all Jaden's going to do is just yank and go. Yeah, yeah. Jaden Jaden knew his role. He knew exactly what he had to do. Mark's a swimmer. Jane's big. Got it figured out. And hearing yeah. him laugh, hearing him just oh laughing the entire <laughs> time. It, it was <laughs> so wonderful. Did you see he posted on his Instagram? He like the WWE wants to bring him in for an audition. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I, I gotta see it. I gotta I see it. <laughs> um, I, I can't, I love this moment so much. Plus also when Mark's first round was happening and Jaden was off on the sideline screaming, you're, you're a, a fish. fish, you're a you're fish. fish. <laughs> Come on, you're a fish. Where did, they, where did they find, you know, this is, I, he had one of the oldest, greatest memes on TikTok where it was like it was like in a drive-through and he was just like i don't know something and he was laughing and the guy just grabs his throat <laughs> i don't know but it was super funny and i was like wait this is the guy from that really funny tiktok from all the way back at the beginning and he's living up to it mm. yeah he's he, the comic he, relief let's get like television gold like you this energy it keeps me coming back to the show along with the strategic stuff that we see all the time which is fantastic not all the time but like a good amount of the time um i love this moment i'm so glad we got it i'm so glad everyone had a good laugh about it like i don't it, yes the this was the final one and it seemed like the other team like like look at them they lost and they're just cracking up at this scenario here um, they just know you know they, there was nothing that could be done you know and they, would they also like... knew they also knew that kelly was going to be the one to yeah go. i think if there were a lot more uncertainty it wasn't very clear i think they would have been a little bit more upset that they were getting handled by uh Samoan yeah. man. but uh yeah they knew kelly was going home and even though there was a lot of paranoia there was never any doubt that it was going to be Kelly. Well, I was going to say, I think they I This is actually something I wanted to mention. I think they were doing a really good job at it until they all started to attack Kelly at Tribal. Until Kelly did get Kelly, yep. pretty much. Yep. I'm so until glad Kelly you said did this. All. 
I feel the exact same way, Ollie. I like at camp, I was like, oh yeah, this is this is yeah. kind of working. Like I feel like they might play their idols because that was Kirby's plan, right? Let's vote out Kelly, but let's flush the idols too. And we that's a great Alex, plan. And we it's know a smart, it's a very it's smart plan. This is a low round. This is a pre-merge last thing before the merge kind of buffer yeah. round. Mm. If you can set yourself up for the merge in a good way, do it. Yeah. But you know. Because the thing we all know in Survivor is if something is too easy have a think about what's going on unfortunately this round it was just very much it's so easy like it was just so easy that she was going home nothing nothing anyone could do about it unless ferris or alex was going to be like i'm going to keep kelly and i don't no, that was not that. <laughs> like yeah it was just one of those it was to create paranoia but yeah and as soon as kelly started talking and going off and just doing kelly and then you had Kirby and Valeria kind of just be like shutting you down. I think it kind of for Ferris and Alex, it was like, nope, we're good. We don't need to play our yeah, idols. I would also add though, I do think that when they kept going, oh, there was there was talk at this tribal council about like, oh, um, you know, anyone with an idol should be nervous. Mm. You know, like that came up too. And I was just kind of like, okay, but also it's a little pointed. It was it was pointed to the point where I thought I I don't think I would have played the idol if I had heard yeah. that too because mm. it, it was like we all know what we're like it's it felt like they were trying to get them to play the idol and I think they sensed that um, good good attempt right I'm I'm glad that we had we all knew Kelly was going but I think the question of the episode became would the idols get flushed or not yeah 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 <laughs> Gabe oh, says yeah, on the bright side Alex finally voted correctly. Yeah. We love to see oh, player man. evolution. Oh, and this was the evolution? moment that Kelly Kelly said, "Hey, everyone, I am a psychologist." And this were these were the reactions from Alex <laughs> and Ferris. Oh, what a moment to go out on! I will say it was it was a fun moment. Um, I don't know how surprised they really were or to what extent they cared in the, in the moment, but um, it was I, fun to see Kelly sort of not know how to exit the game properly. Yeah. In, in, in the words of Ariana Grande, thank you. Next. Yes. So we'll have to say on that one. It was just, it was more so just a cool. Thanks, Cal. I, I think Ponderosa. they were shocked in a way where it's not like, Oh my God, it's more, Oh my God. Like, you know, like a little, really? And who who knows if this was really their reactions in the moment, right? Yeah. Like, these are just close-ups yeah. of the two of them. I think the editors knew what they were doing, though, with this. Um, it definitely was comical. I'm glad they gave her a round of applause. And you know what? I, when I think of Titans vs. Rebels in the future, I'm going to think of Kelly. Like, at least, she's at least <laughs> going to come to my mind to some extent. Because she yeah. was a huge part of this mm. pre-merge portion of the game. So, and there's no escaping that. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, we see. Uh, I feel like I'd ha be having reactions like that to Kelly all day long. I mean, listen, listen, I know that Kelly wasn't a fan favorite per se. Some of she might have her fans and I think that's awesome. I think, um, you know, she was fun TV to Gabe's point. Uh, and, yeah. you know, I think this is just a good reminder that we don't have to uh, 
be hateful on social media or anything yeah. like that. It's all in good fun. It's just a game. Uh, and we'll leave it there. But I want to close out by asking the two of you, I mean, who are you both paying attention to going into the merge next week? Jack, you first. Yeah, uh, I, you know, you know me, I'm the stocks guy. I do the edit. I really analyze the edit, try to get it down. Um, and so I have uh, four players that I'm paying attention to. Um, three of them for mainly their edit and one of them for fun because I like them. Uh, first is Valeria. I think it's going to be very interesting to see what she does and if it's going to work out for her. And if it does, I got a good feeling she's the winner of the season. We'll see. We'll see. Nice. Two is Mark. What is Mark going to do? Because Mark, we yeah. know, can be pretty smart at times. Could also make some bad judgment calls at times. What is Mark going to do? How is he going to navigate with a huge merge, right, Gabe? 14-person merge, very very, very big. I think that's one of the biggest we've ever seen. So, interesting. Number three is Ferris. I have him as my uh, number two contender to win behind Valeria because I think his strategies are interesting, and I think his depth of time on the show uh, is very good. And then number four is Eileen. I don't think she's going to win just because of the edits, but I love Eileen nonetheless. I think she's a great player. I think she's very smart. And I'm interested to see how she navigates it. So mm. that's that's mine. I, I I'm rooting for three people: Eileen, Valeria, and Kitty. As you can tell, I'm loving the women this season. Um, most of them. Um, <laughs> I I just I'm I don't know what it is about Eileen. I'm just rooting for her. You want her to do well, and I think it's because she. You're seeing kind of this growth like kind of underlining just evolution as like a strong person like strong female because I feel like she kind of came in and was like no I can do this had a little bit of a rattle and then go no do you know what I'm going to keep doing this and we're seeing her growth physically which I really mm -hmm. love um Valeria I feel like she is not going to hold back and I think I think if you blindside her and put her on a jury Final tribal council, she's gonna let you have it. And that's if if that occurs, if she gets on jury, I'm I'm excited for final tribal. Cause she if especially if Caroline, if Caroline gets to the end and Valeria is on final tribal, we pray, we pray for Caroline. Um and just I want Kitty, I just I just want to see Kitty. I hmm. think I just said it this entire episode. She has been the social butterfly. She has been the one. She's been the kingpin, like the kingpin. And no one's really realised it. But also we haven't been able to see it because she's been so under-edited. And I do hope come Merge we see more kind of edits from her. Because I think we've only had like three, three confessionals. Yeah, if. And I'm, if like, and I'm like, no. Because you can tell how strong of a player she is. Show us it. I don't need a flick from All Stars where they literally just purpled her out. And I was like, no, like, give her the time of day, please. So there's the I'm rooting for. 
I think for me, I am excited. I'm looking at the two rivalries that are happening because yeah. I'm so curious to know which rivalry is going to end mm. first because it looks like the um it looks like Kirby is in a really good position. She not only has a lot of numbers on her side right now, but she also has like Valeria who isn't on a good term with Caroline or Kitty at the yeah. moment. And I feel like that is going to be kind of like a, a natural progression mm. towards the end of the game. But then we also have like the Mark versus Caroline thing going on still. So I'm really curious to see how, especially where the middle-aged mafia lands at the merge, who are yeah. they going to start working with as a, <laughs> as a group? And I'm really talking about Eden, Caroline, and Kitty here. And I think mm. um, we'll see what happens with, Mark, I think he is going to go back to Valeria, but I wonder if Mark is going to get absorbed into Kirby's alliance or what's going to happen there because of his relationship with Valeria. So yep. lots, very interesting stuff. I'm going to switch my lights next week to be more the color of the merge buff. So I'm very excited about that. Thank you all so much for joining us. As always, we love having you all as like our, our like additional co-host, if you will, for these uh, re reaction videos. So thank you so much for joining. We love seeing your chats in the comment. We are going to end the stream here, but remember we are going live again later today, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Three. I think three hours. I want to start in four hours. In yeah, three, three hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying now. I thought you were saying it was going to be 3 p.m. for uh, no. a certain group, but 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific. We are going to be doing the Survivor 46 draft and cast assessment. So make sure you stick around for that, and we will see you next time.